Welcome to Data Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports.network going live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Find links to the show on our Twitter timeline, also on Instagram, uh, and uh, make sure you hit us up on TikTok as well. But we got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they make everything happen and easier for you guys like Wilson County Hyundai. Uh, check them out in Lebanon for, for your new ride and make them a part of your, your new car buying process by going uh, to Lebanon or simply at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's better coverage, better rates, and service, FBHP.com slash ATOZ. And Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, call them for a free case consultation, 800-800-4600. So, Zach, uh, if you look at the uh, NFL playoff standings, if the playoffs began today, the Titans as the seven seed would go to Cleveland to face the Browns uh, in the wild card round of the playoffs. <laughs> I can't. I, no right. comment. I, but it, that, I, I'm yes, going to just forget you to, You said that. All right, all right, all right, all right. But, uh, but the Titans are now tied atop the, the AFC South with the Jags after a big win at Indianapolis yesterday. Uh, so very important win, two and two. Jags are the tiebreaker uh, because of the AFC uh, conference record overall right now. Uh, but uh, a, a big deal to get a win first and foremost over division rival on the road too for the Titans uh, hanging on there 24-17 in Indy. Yeah, look, no points were scored in the second half by the Tennessee Titans, but 24 were scored in the first half for the second straight week. So, it, you know, they're doing something right. Their scripted plays are working. And for the fourth straight game, they scored on their opening drive. You know, the Titans defense, we knew going into this season was going to kind of be their fallback. They had the players, and then Harold Landry tears his ACL, and you kind of change your expectations. There's question marks in the secondary, but this defensive front has gotten after the quarterback and disrupted Matt Ryan all day. You know, We talked about stopping Jonathan Taylor or disrupting Matt Ryan. They did both of them. I mean, they really stopped Jonathan Taylor. He, he, was, he was just an average uh, citizen in, in Sunday's game. But Matt Ryan was disrupted, and I think that was a huge part of this victory, helping the offense for short fields, right? I mean, that always helps the offense. Mm -hmm. And then forcing the Colts to go the full length of the field is never an easy task. And then usually, look, they would move the football by the stats. They did move the football. But then they'd get into you know the Titans' territory, and something would go wrong. Fourth down fumble or for Jonathan Taylor, you couldn't get the job done there. Matt Ryan had has hit, had his fair of hits and pressures. And so I think all of that compiled where we'll hear Mike Vrabel, they got away with a win. And this win is a massive win early in the season. You had this at what, an eight? Yeah, an eight importance, as important as a week four win could possibly be, is what I said last last week. An eight out of ten importance level, yeah. So I was at a seven. I moved up to a seven point five because we did a little bit of the math for the the you know the the tie thing. Then I moved back down to a seven point two five as we dove a little bit deeper. But regardless if you're a seven, eight, nine, or a ten, it's an important game in the division. And the Titans got out of there with a W and. 
that's going to help them down the stretch. They got to fix a lot of problems. And I do think that their roster has some concerns, but at two and two, they've done their job of digging themselves out of the O and two hole and not going to one and three or O and four like some teams. And then they've got the commanders next week. That is a very winnable game because they're one and three and they're not a good football team. I watched that Cowboys commanders game yesterday. The Titans should absolutely beat the commanders if they play the way that they've played in these first halves, but you can't keep doing what you've been doing. Eventually it's going to catch up to you. Yeah, absolutely. So we're about to get to some video. I do see some people back and forth in the chat, uh, Caleb and Jameson saying, I, I, they thought we were going to talk Ryan Tannehill this morning. Look, we had a, a conversation and a plan set up uh, for this morning's show, but we had to call an audible and do what would be the best, smartest show. Uh, and that's what we're going to get into today of Mike well, Vrabel, Derek Henry changing and talking tunes. We will discuss Ryan Tannehill most likely tomorrow. There's also Traylon Burke's injury that it could be a massive impact on this roster as well. Bud Dupree left that game with uh, the hip injury again. So there's a lot of different conversations that we're going to have about yesterday's game tomorrow and maybe even into Wednesday, especially if we learn uh, some any types of updates about Traylon Burks, who was seen in the locker room with a boot and on crutches after the game, according to Gerard Davenport. Well, and I'll tell you why we adjusted is because I mentioned those topics and we will get to those topics, as Austin said. But yesterday during the postgame show, we didn't hear any of the Vrabel or Derrick Henry postgame audio interviews. And that's what we're going to dive into this morning because – I do think it's telling two different leaders of this franchise are singing a little bit different of a tune, and I think we need to react to that. The The problems that we brought up yesterday about Tannehill, and that ain't going away in the next couple of days. No, They're going to continue to have that, and as you said, Austin, that Traylon Burks, unfortunate, that's, that's that, I don't like truffle, but that's the truffle salt that I'm like, no thank you for. There's a little sprinkle of that with Traylon Burks you know, in crutches in a boot, that ain't good from your first round wide receiver that you replaced AJ Brown with. Yeah, yeah. And look, and it's not Traylon Burks is not choosing to get hurt. So everybody who wants to come yeah. out here and comment on Traylon Burks getting hurt and being soft, like if something's wrong with his foot that looked like it, then that's a you know something that's out of Traylon Burks' control. And some people on the internet don't seem to understand that. Uh so uh I I did see, you know, Eric has been talking about uh, you know, Tannehill only having 137 yards, but there was a lot of different things to go into it. So we'll talk about Tannehill as a whole more tomorrow, but we do want to play this video because look, the biggest conversation about this Titans team right now, isn't the fact that they're two and two after an O and two start. It's the fact that they haven't scored in the second half since week one. That's the problem. They've gone three consecutive games with zero points in the second half. It's really egregious in how they're unable to do anything offensively in the second half. They've been relying on their defense to make big, timely plays in key moments to help them hang on to wins against the Raiders and the Colts to avoid a second-half comeback. And Tron Davenport started off Mike Vrabel's press conference uh, with that line of questioning, and Vrabel wasn't having any of it. We gained 24-17. Excited as hell about it. But with, the, I mean, you had to withstand a, a big comeback from That's them. Called the National Football League. Excited to win on the road in the division. So uh, let's hear it one more time from Mike Vrabel. Game 24 17. Excited as hell about it. 
But with, the, I mean, you had to withstand a, a big comeback from That's them. the National Football League. Decided to win on the road in the division. How important, Mike? So Mike Vrabel cutting off Tron Davenport with the, the follow-up question of, you know, you did, you did this again. Vrabel was not having any of that, Zach. Uh, how do you feel about Vrabel's comments there? Well, that, that's a very Vrabel comment, right? When Vrabel thinks a certain way, that's the way that, uh, you know, he is approaching it. And I think that you you kind of felt that after, if you listen to the full press game, uh, post-game press conference, that was his mindset. That's how he felt. That's That was what was going to be, you know, the theme of what he was saying. And, you know, look, Mike Vrabel, I think in both instances of what we're going to talk about, both leaders, Vrabel and Henry, are not incorrect in what they're speaking. They're speaking facts, but I do think that there's a little bit more depth to we just won. Yes, and so let's play Derrick Henry, who was uh, talking with Fox's Christina Pink on the field after that win in Indianapolis yesterday. Word for this team might be finished. You guys have started out fast in every game. You get back to 500, but how do you guys finish in the second half? Yeah, we just got to come out and have the will to go down and put a drive together and go score. You know, I'm pissed off right now that we didn't put points up in the second half. We just got to be better, man. It just it takes all of us, you know, holding each other accountable, going to put points up. I mean, I mean, bitches is gonna catch up to us. It's a hard league, hard to win in this league. As you can see, no points in the second half. We just got to be better overall. All right, thanks a lot, Dave. So there's Derrick Henry. Two different tones from the two Titans leaders. So two tone Titans right there, Zach. Uh, let's ask everybody in the chat today. Do you feel more like Derrick Henry where you're pissed off that no points were scored in the second half? Or do you feel more like Mike Vrabel where you're excited to get a road divisional victory to get the two and two uh, against the Indianapolis Colts? Do you feel more like Derrick Henry or more like Mike Vrabel after the Titans beat the Colts uh, yesterday on a Sunday? We'll get to your comments here in a second. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, you need to go to somewhere where you can trust them. They have all the resources right there on hand at their state-of-the-art facility in Franklin, Tennessee, at their main campus. They also have satellite clinics in Brentwood, Thompson Station, and in Nolensville. They've got over a dozen doctors who specialize in any type of injury you could possibly think of or even have. So check them out right there, boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports are powered by BetMGM. You can download the app today and use the promo code ATOZ Sports. Risk-free bet up to $1,000 plus first touchdown score insurance tonight. You got the Niners and the Rams. Niners wearing those red throwbacks tonight because I'm a Jersey freak and I know that. And that's going to be a good NFC West game. So get in on the action. If you're a new user, download the BetMGM app. Use promo code ATOZ Sports, all one word, no spaces in the promo code tab. You get a risk free bet for new users. That's BetMGM. ATOZ Sports live on this Monday. Derrick Henry did run for 114 yards yesterday against the Colts. So everybody today gets a free donut at Fox's Donut Den in Green Hills. I have a, a 2 p.m. appointment at the Apple Store, Zach, which I'm so excited about. But I also know the Apple Store is right across the street from the Donut Den. So I will be getting a donut uh, from Fox's Donut Den in Green Hills 
uh, either before or after my Apple Store appointment. So that's well. Good. You're ahead of the game. You, you at least get to get a, a donut, and I got to find find a way to make my myself over there because. And then you go to Apple Store. You know, I had internet problems all last week. I'm going to go see the freaks at Xfinity uh, and return my other modem because I got a new modem. So you're on the the good side of things. I, I'm I'm over in uh, Freakland. If you ever been in there, it is a circus. All right, so do you feel more like Derrick Henry where you're pissed off the Titans didn't score any points in the second half or more like Mike Vrabel after the Titans beat the Colts? Zach, I'll send you the chat. I see there's over 200 comments uh, since I asked this question, so have fun with that. But where, where are people saying? No, I think this is a great question because, look, the first one that I actually saw, it said mixed feelings, right? Yeah. You got mixed feelings, mixed emotions because both of them aren't right. You got a huge divisional win. But also, zero points in the second half uh, is no good. So who are you riding with? I'm literally still scrolling and have been scrolling this entire time that I've been talking. So I finally up up to the top, to be fair. fair first is first. The king knows from Ryan. Uh, Matthew has still been drinking from yesterday, so we hope you sober up. Steven's going with Mike Vrabel. Uh, Richter goes with Derek Henry. Major goes with Derek Henry. Ryan says, preach, King. That's what a leader is supposed to sound like. Uh, Derek from Eric. The King from Steven. Derek Henry from Grim Jim. Jody says uh, Derek Henry. Sean says Henry. Joey says Henry. We haven't gotten a variable yet. Caleb says Henry. Apollo says Henry. More like the King from Scott. Henry all day. Absolutely with Henry on this. Oh, Mark D., Mark D is going with more like Vrabel. Uh, and so that's the first Vrabel that we've seen. I'm kind of scrolling through because like Jay Bryant, uh, Titan, uh, Titan, Tiger says DH more like Henry. They're from Eugene, the gyrene. Look, there's more Henry's than I think I have seen. Here's Xavier. Xavier says Vrabes. So, We've got a couple of variables, but most of them are Derrick Henry riding with the king, king for president, unsatisfied. Okay, Roy says, I feel like Vrabel. The Titans won. 15 other teams can't say that. So Roy's going with just straight facts, homie, saying, hey, look, you know, the Titans won the football game. That's the most important thing. But this is lopsided. A lot of people feel like Derrick Henry. If we want to play – uh, the videos before you answer. Yeah. But this is one-sided from the chat. Yeah, well, I, want, I think the math is wrong. 17 uh, other teams or 16 other teams can't say uh, that, but uh, the Titans are one of 16 teams that won. But so, Zach. Well, you, you have know, tonight's game. Yeah, that's right. You do have tonight's game. So uh, let's go ahead and play the videos once again. Mike Vrabel interrupting Teron Davenport. Uh, the first one. We gained 24-17. Excited as hell about it. But with, the, I mean, you had to withstand a, a big comeback from That's them. the National Football League. Excited to win on the road. In the division. How important might he little smirk there at the end. He does seem a little smirk. We gained 24-17. Excited as hell about it. But with, the, I mean, you had to withstand a, a big comeback from That's them. the National Football League. Excited to win on the road. In the division. I mean, just the 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 weird energy of how he cuts off Tehran uh, with that is will never not make me laugh or make me just kind of roll my eyes of of Vrabel being you know a typical head coach. But here's Derrick Henry. 
Word for this team might be finish. You guys have started out fast in every game. You get back to 500, but how do you guys finish in the second half? Yeah, we just got to come out and have the will to go down and put a drive together and go score. You know, I'm pissed off right now that we didn't put points up in the second half. We just got to be better, man. It just it takes all of us, you know, holding each other accountable, going to put points up. I mean, I mean, bitches is gonna catch up to us. It's a hard league, hard win in this league. As you can see, no points in the second half. We just got to be better overall. All right, thanks a lot, Dave. So, Zach, uh, who do you side with more, Derrick Henry's uh, response or Mike Vrabel's? I side with Derrick Henry's. And it's not because I'm frustrated or I'm not understanding the, the, the big win that the Titans just had. Because winning on the road is important. Winning a divisional game is important. Putting the Colts on a 1-2-1 one, and one hole is important. And you getting back to 2-2 two and two is massive before you go to Washington with a chance to get to 3-2. and two. But this is a four-week issue. You have now gone through the, your first month of games with the same problem. You suck in the second half. You're scored, outscored 64-7 to seven in the second half of games this season. Now, you, you've hung on to two wins that were basically the same game being played, except uh, the Titans' defense did not allow a touchdown and it, uh, to, to potentially tie there like the Raiders did. I side with Derrick Henry. This is a trait of this football team. That's what I said yesterday in our foot uh, on our postgame show. The Titans trait is to lay down in the second half and allow their opponent to get back in the game or lay down in the second half, allow the bills to run over them. So that's where I'm more with Derrick Henry because Henry's right. It could happen and they could get burned by this. They got burned by it once already in the New York Giants. So I side more with Derrick Henry here. Yeah, I think that uh, it's a philosophy. I, I was a little bit surprised the way that Mike Vrabel answered, you know, some of the questions. Again, he had his theme of the press conference, and that's what it was. But at the end of the day, you can never be satisfied. I mean, I think uh, that is the measure of a good business. I think it's a measure of a company. I think it's a measure of a person. I think it's a measure of a team in sport. Uh, and I think it, it's a coaching philosophy. Look, I, I don't know what Mike Vrabel said in the locker room, but both did say that it's hard to win in the NFL. Those things are true. But there is always things that you need to clean up. And th that's that has always been my mindset in life. You can never be satisfied. You can never play perfect. You know, perfection is unattainable. You should strive for perfection. Perfection, but you will never attain that. You can continue to chase it. And here's the, the other thing that I think that I've heard from Derrick Henry in his tone of voice. I think he's frustrated with his with this team. I think he realizes that this is not the same team that he's had over the last couple of years. They got a lot of different faces. Him and Tannehill are the same. His left tackle is out for the year. He's got a rookie right tackle. They ran the ball well, better than they had before. But their passing game is bad. They got a bad passing game. And that's something that Derrick Henry, and this is, I think, what we've seen through four games, Austin. They've asked Derrick Henry to be more part of this passing game than they ever have before. Mm -hmm. And he's and he's made some mistakes, right? Because they haven't asked him to go seven yards, turn around and catch the ball, and then turn up field. He's had some drops because of that. He was working on the sidelines with Tannehill because of that. The reason why is because they don't have anybody else. NWI bl got blanked 
Austin Hooper, not very good in this offense through four games. Austin. Robert Woods, not targeted once in the second half. Yeah, and that's These again, are the reasons why you get yeah. blanked it, it, on the offensive side of the ball through two quarters uh, against the, the, the Colts. Yeah, and you know Austin Hooper only played like 37% of the snaps yesterday. And Chickaconquo only played 13 snaps on offense. But he caught three passes for 30 yards and scored a touchdown and iced the game. I mean, that's pretty pretty good uh, production out of 13 snaps. You know, there's a lot of confusing things when it comes to why the Titans offense is so bad in the second half after being really good in the first quarter and the first half overall over the last two weeks. Now, I do want to say Hibachi is nowhere to be found, but props to Big Ten Jeff, who's a Colts fan, uh, for showing up this morning uh, and holding Hibachi accountable. So, you know, I, I, I don't really... I don't know how to solve this yet, but you know, Mike Vrabel did have another comment later on in the press conference where he circled back on the second half thing, and it does give you a look inside the Titans locker room after the game. I mean, it feels good. And I, I told the team before that success in this life means nothing if you don't have people to share it with. And uh, we have a whole bunch of guys in there that, that, are, that should be sharing this. Um, so if you ask them about the second half, I hope they tell you what I told them to tell you. Um, we're excited to win. And then it's is we're going to enjoy it and we're going to get back to work. So there's Mike Vrabel towards the end of the press conference looking inside the locker. Look, I agree that you need to be able to celebrate your big wins in the NFL. And, you know, I don't think it's a 24 hour rule because 24 hours is probably too long. I think it's more of like, the 12 to 18 hour rule of celebrating a big win. You wake up Monday morning and you get ready to go back to work uh, and move on to the next game. But like Mike Vrabel just told everybody that he told his players to spew the company line when talking to the media. But guess what? Derrick Henry talked to Christina Pink before he left the field and before he heard the company line from Mike Vrabel. So we got the real Derrick Henry and the real Derrick Henry opinion. And I appreciate that we got that because I and everybody who's in the media gets sick and tired, sick and tired, both, not just one sick and tired of Titans players spewing the rhetoric that Mike Vrabel tells them to spew because that's Mike Vrabel's job, but it's frustrating to not hear the real opinion. And we we actually got Derrick Henry's real, real opinion on how he feels about the second half. Yeah. Based on that timeline, you're absolutely correct. And I, I want to hear the real and that's, and that's the frustration from number 22. You can hear it in his voice. You can see it in his body language. Looking up. I mean, he literally looked up at the scoreboard and saw zero under the three and zero under the four. And he's he's mad. I, look, I don't know what, again, what Mike Vrabel said in the locker room. But, you know, is if, it, if it's one of those things is, hey, you know, Tell the media that it's tough to win in this league and we got the W and we'll fix things internally. We watch the games, Mike. Like, we're, we're not naive to what's going on. And for the second straight week, you have, and this should not go unsaid, the Titans' first halves are damn near perfect. There was some situational football at the end of the second quarter that could have gotten them to 27 points instead of 24. Mm -hmm. But... That that is the stuff that can be cleaned up. Like honestly, Austin, those three points can be cleaned up. I don't know if this second half can be cleaned up 
as much as it needs to because it has been atrocious. It's been so bad. Yeah, it has. Now, I do see some people, uh, you know, like Valentino says, like AJ said, no fun over there. Let's replay the Mike Vrabel clip and listen to the entire 29 seconds, guys. It's just 29 seconds. Let's listen to the entirety of it and see if you think this is a no fun situation for Mike Vrabel. I mean, it feels good. And, and I, I told the team before that success in this life means nothing if you don't have people to share it with. And uh, we have a whole bunch of guys in there that that, are, that should be sharing this. Um, so if you ask them about the second half, I hope they tell you what I told them to tell you. Um, we're excited to win. And then this is, we're going to enjoy it and we're going to get back to work. He's literally telling his players to enjoy it and to have fun. <laughs> like, like that's what he's doing here is he's telling them to enjoy and celebrate the win and share it with each other. Yet uh, AJ's out here saying, and look, uh, that- I, I don't believe that. Words. I just don't believe I go have fun. Like there's a, there is a way I, I don't think that that I'm not saying I, I'm, I'm separating the conversation. So I'm not sitting here saying, you know, he is no fun, sir. He's all the things that AJ Brown mentioned in Josina Anderson's podcast last week. But I do think that there is a tone that they all know that they played really bad offensively in the second half. And when your coach says, go have fun and enjoy this, Ryan Tannehill, uh, uh, Nicholas Petit Ferrer, they can't have any fun because there was mistakes made. And so, like, they, that I think is one of those things that is said, but it's not truly realized. So I'm seeing through a, a little bit of that. All right. So uh, uh, John has a comment, says, uh, Zach, I need you to address the scheme over talent. Second half scoring being essentially a goose egg is embarrassing and Vrabel spewing rhetoric and evading the problem. So let's discuss that a little bit and try to figure out how uh, we can try to find a solution to the Titans' problems uh, before we get to our laying down the law segment. But, Zach, first tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Uh, yeah, fbhp.com slash A to Z is where to go to get your health plan. 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. I switched my coverage, and I'm really glad that I did at the beginning of this year. You can switch yours by just visiting fbhp.com slash A to Z. You take a quick 30- to 25-minute health assessment, they ask you a bunch of questions. You're open and honest with them. And then all of a sudden you get a quote and you say, whoa, wow, my health plan that you're offering me is a lot better than the one that I currently have. You make the switch like I do and you start reaping the benefits. Better service, better coverage at a better rate. That better rate saved me 20% each and every month compared to my old plan. You can get on board. That's fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Also, don't forget, download the BetMGM app. And when you do, plug in our code ATOZ Sports when you sign up and you get a risk free bet up to $1,000 on pro football with your first bet. Also, tonight, another NFL game in action. And you can uh, get your uh, first touchdown score insurance as an option to opt in here, uh, there for uh, tonight's game. So, promo code ATOZ Sports for a Risk-free bet up to $1,000 on pro football when you download the BetMGM app. So, you know, what, what's going on with the Titans? I, and I haven't, I haven't really been able to dive in yet. But, Zach, it seems like it's a, it's a mentality thing over a, 
physical thing for me. And so, you know, what, how can they try to uh, adjust and have a counterpunch to what their game plan is in the first half? That's something that we have to see from them moving forward, or they are going to get burned by this, like Derrick Henry is saying. Well, I think it's recognized by the chat. Hey, and let's give a little quick golf clap. We all agreed. The chat, you and I all agreed that the Titans should have Derrick Henry's mindset because there's a problem. And that goes into my next point. There's a problem. The overarching problem for this football team is they can't play and perform adequately in the second half. They've, be, they've given up tons of points in the third quarter. So many points, 64 to 7, and they, they're 2 and 2. So they've escaped by that chin dust I talked about at the postgame show. But 64 to 7, you are not going to consistently win, and Derrick Henry knows it. I think I took more from that 10 to 15 seconds of Derrick Henry audio than I have from anything else. Because it is realized by the best player on the team and the leader of this team is they can't continue to do this or they're going to get got. And they can't get got by the commanders because then all of a sudden you're losing to a, a inferior opponent that you should never lose to mm -hmm. on a road that you just earned a huge step in the right direction. The Titans are the defending AFC South champions, correct? Back-to-back yep. years. Yep. You've just beaten your probably toughest competition, at least heading into the year, in their barn. The Jags lost after relinquishing a 14-0 lead against Philadelphia and really have not learned how to win. That's going to be a process for Jacksonville. And the Texans are atrocious. They're the worst team in the NFL. So you have that state of where you are. But I do believe that the Titans have some internal problems that they have to fix if they're going to win this division for a third straight year. Yeah, and look, tomorrow will be a big day about how to fix this and where's Tannehill in this, where's Todd Downing in all this, uh, and the offensive line. There's a lot of issues. But I do think more credit needs to be given to the Titans' defense for coming up so big because not only did they force the fumble from Jonathan Taylor in the fourth quarter, but then the back-to-back -back plays by Roger McCreary and Danico Autry to kick them deep at, out, out of uh, that, to make that field goal really long at the end of the game there for that attempt to make it a four-point game uh, was pretty impressive there by the Titans defense. And so the Titans defense has come up big and saved the offense, which I think is leading into Derrick Henry's frustration overall. Uh, so we'll have a big show tomorrow about what the problem is and how to fix the problem before going into Washington. Because one thing the Titans cannot afford is a, a the same thing that happened last year with the Jets loss. Like, you've already got that. That's the New York Giants. So you cannot have a second one. Well, does that New York Giants look differently because the New York football Giants are 3-1? and one? No. I think it does. Who the Gi Giants are who not great. But Who'd the Giants, if you've watched, they played good football. They haven't played great competition. They beat the uh, they beat the Panthers. Bears yesterday, but the Bears were two and one. Yeah, then they but, beat the their Panthers. They they beat that. that yeah, that. the Panthers, the Titans, uh, and the Bears. Right. So like two of the worst teams in the NFL coming into the the season, 
and then the Titans because of look 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 at this the Titans are a Randy Bullock missed field goal away from being three and one and having all these problems. I think that's the brilliance of the NFL. The NFL did I think the best job they've ever done at strategic scheduling to make everybody even October third. Like the Eagles are four and zero, right? Like the Eagles are rolling right now. But everybody has a win, minus the Texans. <laughs> but everybody yeah. else, you know, they got a tie. But, but like, they're the worst team in the NFL, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, but, sometimes you just can't fix it. Like the Commanders have a win. The Panthers have a win. The Bears have two wins. Like the Giants are three and one. The Jets have a win. Like all these. Jets won yesterday. <laughs> yeah. All these bottom feeder teams have victories because they had like Jags versus Commanders in week one. Right. And then they put the good teams versus the good teams in week two and three. So somebody's going to have to lose the Ravens and bills can't both win against each other. And the dolphins and bills can't both win against each other. Like that's the, they've never done this good of a job at early scheduling to make it this even like so many teams are sitting there within one game of being in the playoffs. You know, and it's, I I think they do that every year. It just, it played out better this year, but that's the, that's the genius of the National Football League exactly. and the parody. We talk about that one word. That's what this sport has more than any other sport. College football doesn't have it. The major leagues don't have it. You know, they try so hard to have the Los Angeles Angels in the playoffs and they can't do it because they, they, they're no good. So if, if you talk about all the other sports, the most parody and the most hope to a sports fan is given to a fan of a national football league team. Yeah, it is. And they've extended that hope from August into yeah. October. <laughs> they've given you an extra month ex- and unless you're a Texans fan. and an extra team. The, yes. The, the playoff team, the seventh playoff team is a huge factor in this because there's even more hope for those 500 teams deep in the season when they really should have no, you know, thought of it, but they, they do because anything can happen. Yep, exactly. A to Z sports. Zach, I, I just found a stat that will probably lead off tomorrow's show. So I'm going to keep that in my back pocket uh, for, for tomorrow morning, but let's do this. Let's lay down the law. Who laid down the law for the Titans versus the Colts yesterday in that 24, 17 win. I think there's a lot of options here who laid down the law for the Titans in that win over the Colts yesterday. Uh, But first, let me tell everybody about our sponsor, Hughes and Coleman, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. Hughes and Coleman injury lawyers is who you should trust to fight for every dollar you deserve when you've been injured in a car wreck. So unfortunately, if you have been injured in a car wreck, go to Hughes and Coleman and call them for a free case consultation at 800-800-4600. That's 800-800-4600. 4,600, they recovered over $1 billion for their clients across the entire state of Tennessee and in Kentucky. So if you or someone you know, someone you love, has been injured in a car wreck, there's one place to go. That's Hughes and Coleman, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans for a free case consultation. Call them at 800-800-4600, principal office in Nashville, Tennessee. It is these sports are powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Download the app today in your Apple or Android store. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. That's all one word, no spaces in the promo code tab. And for new users, you get a risk free bet for pro football up to $1,000 plus 
first touchdown score insurance for tonight. You got a big game tonight in the NFC West. Download the app today and get some action at BetMGM. All right, so who laid down the law for the Titans in the win over the Colts uh, yesterday? Zach, I'll, I'll send you to the chat. A bunch of comments flying. I think there's a lot of options. I think there's the most options that we've had so far this young season for laying down the law. Well, get the toaster ready because we're going to have a little, uh, a lot of Pop-Tarts. Starting off with yep. Darren uh, and Lou Man, Tier Tart uh, opening up. Chig from Teddy, Tart from Jody, Autry there from David, uh, which is a good vote. Michael says Autry as well. John goes Tart. Defensive line is a unit for Shannon. Autry is uh, from Karen. Uh, let's see, Autry and Tart from Ken. Stonehouse from Ryan. Not Ryan Stonehouse, but he's going Stonehouse, flipping the field right there. Number 22 from Valentino. Henry from Teddy Wap. Offensive line from Tyler. Autry from Yuri. Autry also, again, there from Rooney, as well as Ronnie. Henry says, uh, or excuse me, only Memphis says Derrick Henry. Chig from Jacob. Derrick Henry, 22, from Deborah. Autry from John. The unit, Tier Tart from KG. The offensive line from Brooke. So Roger McCreary coming in there. I'm looking for some different ones as yeah. Eric comes in with Roger McCreary. So I, I, I see one. Outlast uh, says Dylan Cole. Mike Corbo says Dylan Cole. Let's uh, hey, look. I don't think Dylan Cole needs to win this thing, but I do think Dylan Cole needs some credit because he led the team with eight tackles and had five solo tackles. He had a big tackle for loss on Jonathan Taylor, and I thought Dylan Cole played his best football today as a Titan. Uh, so I, I do think Dylan Cole deserves some recognition. But, Zach, I think I'm going to have to go with one man, and that's the former Indianapolis Colt, Danico Autry. I think if there was a game ball to give out, which is kind of like laying down the law, but a physical game ball of physical dominance over your opponent, Danico Autry, again, just punished his former team for letting him go in their own house. He had two sacks yesterday. One of them forced a fumble that allowed the Titans to get up 7-0, and the other sack forced him into deep field goal range where their kicker went wide left, never had a chance. Danico Autry, player of the game, he laid down the wall because he was an absolute freak and an absolute beast with what he did. Two sacks in that game. He's now got three sacks on the season, and they came in big, timely moments. I think Danico Autry gets my laying down the wall. Yeah, I thought I thought Chig was a good selection because of what you said. How many plays do you make? Thirteen plays. Thirteen snaps on offense for Chigaconquo. That's ridiculous to impact the game like that and catch the game ceiling catch right on third down. But I've got to go with the game wrecker. And right next to Danico Autry, you got Pop Tart. I think the chat got this right. This is Tier Tart. He single-handedly made the play. Nobody helped him. <laughs> like, he popped the ball up just like yeah. a toaster pops a Pop-Tart up. He grabbed that Pop-Tart, and this is the good type of Pop-Tart. The best Pop-Tart is brown sugar cinnamon with icing on top. And if you've ever done this in college when you don't have a lot of money and you can't go to, like, you know, Dairy Queen or Baskin-Robbins, you just put a scoop of vanilla ice cream on there, a la mode, and all of a sudden you got a, you got a prison dessert. That's the type of Pop-Tart that Tier Tart made the play 
single-handedly, I think that, that it obviously influenced the game. It affected the game. And he's on defense. I can't give the laying down the law to the offense because the offense got blanked in two quarters of play, the most important two quarters of play, the third and fourth quarter. So my laying down the law presented by Hughes and Coleman has got to go to Tier Tart. Uh, I think uh, Pop-Tart rankings. One, I agree with you, brown sugar cinnamon. Uh, three, I think the double chocolate fudge. Because if you get that chocolate fudge in the inside to the perfect level of melt, it's really hard to beat. Three, Wildberry. No, four Tier Tart, then four is is Wildberry. So I would go one, brown sugar cinnamon, two, fudge, three, Tier Tart, four, Wildberry. Yeah, I, I'm anti-berry. I think strawberry is trash, and that's like Wild their berry. main pop tart. Wildberry is the purple one. It's the yeah. Purple I don't one. like berry. I don't like. I like real berry because that ain't. They're probably not real. Uh, I go sweets. So I don't get this a lot. I think s'more has got to be in there some way, Ooh, somehow. S'mores because Pop-Tarts. you know s'more is not going to be better than an actual s'more. But just like you said with that fudge, if you get it at the right consistency, that's a good one. But number one is brown sugar cinnamon with icing on top. It's dominant. Damn it. And I, I think I think s'mores needs to be above wild berry. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. Berries? No, no. You you buy real fruit for berry. But wild berry with the, the purple frosting and then you have like the light blue swirl is pretty good though. No, I, I know. I just I'm anti-berry pop tart. I like chocolate. I like now, here's sweets. here's what my uh my fat ass did when I was a kid. I would put I would put butter on my on We my, all did. We all did. Yeah, I, I hope we all did, so I don't feel bad about myself. Put butter on top of my fudge pop tart and not toast it, but throw it in the microwave for like five, 10 seconds. Oh yeah. The, when, when America got to toaster ovens, what a <laughs> game changer. I remember when my mom got, I think it was for Christmas or something, got the toaster oven. Oh my gosh. You That was, that was big time. Cause it was, again, it's a mini oven. You can do so many more things than just pop it in the toaster. Yeah. That's a damn good good thing for the countertop. Yeah, I did say I uh, I did graduate at one point in time from pop tarts to toaster strudels. Toaster strudels were better. Um, yes. But again, again that, no no doubt about it. But well, you 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 didn't. It's like pop tart was the gateway drug to toaster strudel. Like you didn't just jump in the toaster strudels. You had to go through pop tarts first. Is elevated, right? It's yeah. it's the elevated pizza instead of Papa John's. The toaster strudel. They brought Apple in there. And once Apple got involved, game over. Game (laughs) over. And then what you do, you'd get greedy sometimes and you'd take an extra icing and it would mess somebody up later on down the road because so all like you're, you'd, one... you'd steal your sister's future icing for yourself is that what you're saying well i'd probably make sure that i ate them all eventually right so they're they're all all right but yet yeah, that extra icing was huge if you got double icing on one of those apple toaster strudels i mean that might as well be gourmet dessert that's right that's right. All right. We'll get back to football and off of uh dessert breakfast here in a second as kids. But all right. So, uh, cause people were bringing up, you know, we're talking about Danico Autry. Danico Autry has three sacks this season. He is tied for 14th in the NFL. And then how about this? How about Rashad Weaver? Four sacks in four games. He is tied for fourth in the NFL, only behind Alex Highsmith, who has five and a half, Khalil Mack, 
who has five, and Rashawn Gary also has five. But the Titans front without Harold Landry and with Bud Dupree missing a lot of time here uh, has been playing very, very well. And Jeffrey Simmons is still out there making things happen. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons allows a lot of other guys to make plays. So a, a really good defensive front that came up big in key moments the last two weeks to get the Titans a two and two. And Denise is right. Weaver is stepping up. You know, Weaver has got a tough situation because when this man started training camp, he was going to be a backup. He was going to be a role player. He was just going to be in there when Harold Landry, which typically didn't need, doesn't need a blow, need needed a blow. Now all of a sudden he's gone. Bud Dupree has a hurt hip. I'll say this. I wouldn't be surprised if Bud Dupree goes on IR and they sit him down for four weeks. Um, because when you re-injure something, you know, it just they're going to take their time with it. I, I don't know that. There's no well, inside it, information. Let's, let's, let's think about this, though, too. Yeah, yeah. You're just kind of your, your guess. Uh, so four weeks, four games is what it is on IR. But that would include the bye week. So that would give Bud Dupree an extra week of rest. So that means he wouldn't be eligible to be back until the Broncos game uh, in early November. So he would miss some big games, you know, against the Colts. That doesn't count as a week? No, the bye week does not count. It's four games, not four weeks. I, I, that is one thing I don't like. It, yeah, I don't either. Uh, I because, think it should count. Because last year we had the same situation with Bud Dupree and A.J. Brown, who were both on IR simultaneously, and the bye week happened. So it was, you know, the bye week does not count for one. It's four games, which is stupid. I, I don't like that. Yeah, I, but that, you know, that's something that the NFL needs to change. I don't think you can afford to put Bud Dupree on IR. I think what you have to do is is you make, can't afford him playing a half a quarter. No, I understand. I, I think I think you hope Ola gets back, and then Bud Dupree maybe doesn't play against Washington. And then you see if Bud Dupree can get healthy after the bye week because you host the Colts then. So I think that's a big deal. And, you know, th this is a topic for, for uh, and I wrote down a topic that I really want to hear the chat's opinion on later this week. Okay. But on another note, you know, who the hell is Monty Rice? Like, we have no clue. Not a clue. Like, I don't know if he's good, bad, and different. I think he can be good. I think he showed good things at times as a rookie last year. But again, he he's coming off of some type of mysterious Achilles injury that happened in the off. Nobody knew about it until he showed up on the the PUP uh, for training camp. So he's on. He never practiced in training camp. Now I did see he was uh, doing some warm up workout type stuff on the field pregame in Indy. Teron Davenport had a video of him doing some, you know, stuff like that for inactive players. But I think Monty Rice, as a third-round linebacker out of Georgia, I think he could potentially be a starter next year. Starter? No. Yeah, well, like, you know, if, depending on, well, it could no. be a starter this year if he comes well, back and cutting in. This year's different than next year, but next year, no way. What's wrong What's wrong with that? What do you not like about him? What, what have you seen from Monty Rice that makes you out on him? I, well, I haven't seen enough of Monty Rice to make me in on him. Like, right, that, go watch. That, I'm let, I'm, that, that's what I'm saying is role-playing correct. I think he's got a tall task. I mean, he can prove himself this year, but I think it's too early in the game for to say something like that. No, I, I, I think he was going to be 
I think before his Achilles injury, you roll the end of this year with David Long, Zach Cunningham, and Monty Rice. That's a strength of your defense with those three guys. Now, Monty Rice got had an Achilles injury, so we don't know what's going on. Zach Cunningham had a bad start to the season and now is and now is hurt. And Brent saying Monty Rice as a starter is really stretching it off. Go, guys, go watch last year's game at Indy. Go watch it and watch Monty Rice be a beast. Go watch who was stuffing Jonathan Taylor a year ago on Halloween at Lucas Oil Stadium. Go watch Monty Rice's performance last year at Indy as a rookie. Seriously, like he's got really good potential. We just haven't seen enough because he was a rookie backup last year and he's been hurt ever since. Yeah. I think he's a good player. Hurt like, ever since get... is a key thing for me. Well, I can give him opportunity but... if you've been hurt ever since. Well, he's been no, he's been hurt. He played finished the year last year. I'm just saying, and besides saying one game, Austin, like guys, you want a little bit of information? Go watch him. He was a backup last year behind Jayon Brown, David Long, and Rashawn Evans and played really good in spots. I'll tell you what the Titans think about him. That against, in the last game of the season and in the playoff game, uh, Rashawn Evans and Jayon Brown were both inactive for Monty Rice to be active. That's something you should know. I, I like Monty Rice when he's healthy. He just hasn't been healthy in a while. I That's not Monty Rice's fault. Yeah. It's a little early to say uh, things like that. Yeah. I, I just think he's a good player. Like, I don't, uh, you know, we're missing. We just haven't seen him in a long time to remember. He, he has, he is a good player. He's a good player. A to Z sports here live on this Monday. It is time for Monday. Ask me anything, but Zach, tell us every, uh, everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah. Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your perfect ride. Your making model that you have just got to go find at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. It could be the Palisade full-size SUV with third-row seating. It could be the Sonata four-door sedan that dominates the streets with great fuel efficiency. Maybe it's the smaller SUV like the Tucson or Santa Fe. They've got it. You've just got to go find it. It's right there at Wilson County Hyundai. Family-owned and operated. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236. Wilson County Hyundai has been trusted here by A to Z Sports. It can be trusted by you. Great pricing and great vehicles at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Download the BetMGM app. Use our code when you sign up and you get a risk-free bet on pro football up to $1,000. That's a $1,000 free bet or risk-free bet, excuse me, on pro football when you do sign up. Also, existing users, you guys can get first touchdown uh, score insurance on football games this season in pro football as well. So visit BetMGM.com. For terms and conditions, 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualifications and eligible requirements. Rewards issued with knowledgeable for bets with that credit for bets expiring seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Zach, uh, what card do you have for us today for uh, our Monday Ask Me Anything topic? Yeah, from, from the deck of cards. Yeah. This is one that everybody has been affected by, but not many people talk about. And I don't know if there's an answer or not. My gut says that there should be an answer, but I don't know it. So maybe somebody can tell us. Here we go. Whatever happened to an E grade? We uh, have A, B, C, D, and F, but no D. Or excuse me, but no E. Why is that? Why is there not an E? Grade. 
you know, I, I've recognized it, but I've never really thought about it, and I have no idea why. So I think it's because E could also there's a spot in schooling before you get to the A B C D F where E is for excellent or some type of effort. Yeah, in elementary school, it's there you go, <clears throat> Justin. E was for behavioral purposes in elementary school. I knew it was. I knew it was used for some type of behavior. Oh, so it's a different grade. Yes, it's it's a it's a different scale, but you can't have E on both. It's kindergarten. Yes, Valentino says kindergarten. For excellent in first and second grade. Yeah, uh, let's see. I remember in elementary school we had the grades E and S after a couple uh, other letters. Orlando, this is something I've never heard. Uh, Orlando yeah, says uh, used E as grades in public school all 12 years, but it was in Alabama. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, um, I do think it was a behavior scale. Like you have like your, in super early elementary school, you have like your, obviously your academic scale and then your behavior. This is, is G equal good S equals satisfactory. N I need needs improvement. U equals unsatisfactory. Is yeah. That and something? I remember E being X. Yes. Like something like that. Something behavioral. Like I do remember that. Yes. As David says, excellent, good, satisfactory, not satisfactory. I did not know that. That's one of the reasons why I pulled this card, but that's why you rely on the chat. Sometimes they got the answers. Yeah. So, and so, I don't know if they uh, use it anymore. And Eric says an example is, you know, plays well with others type of thing, right? Plays well, yeah. Jerome says E was a conduct grade in Tennessee. So personal conduct. <laughs> personal they're conduct out, penalty out there on the offense. 15-yard <laughs> penalties. <laughs> Susan not sharing her crayons. <laughs> so I know I think that's what it is. Yeah, behavior. You know, they need to have those in older grades now with this generation with TikTok and all the other because I was actually having a couple of conversations over the weekend about this. You know, when we went back in my day, back in our day though, when you didn't really have cell phones when you're going in elementary school and grade school. You know, bullying is going to happen everywhere. It is just a part of life. It is always going to happen. But the next level of cyberbullying is so hard to monitor, I feel, for teachers, counselors, and parents because of Snapchat. Well, it's gone away. You know, you've already been bullied. There is no trace of evidence because yeah. of Snapchat. And that's a huge part of, I feel like, those type of young people's lives and how do you defend against that? I mean, you really can't as a parent, right? Somebody could be cyberbullied and just getting destroyed online. And you can't take your kid off of them because then they're the freak, right? And that probably is going to probably create more bullying. So, look, you and I both don't have kids, but it does make me think like as, you know, future kids, whenever it happens, like, that's a scary situation because God <laughs> knows what it's going to be like in 2045 or 2035 or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's hard out there to be a kid. Like, seriously, like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, 
And I feel like it's, we are now old enough to say, man, kids have it tough. There's a lot of stuff that we didn't have to deal with. Like, yeah, I feel like my parents told me that at one point in time. Right. But they got, they have awesome graphics on PlayStation five while we were playing on, you know, in Sega four. Yeah. <laughs> And this thing called GameCube that sucked. <laughs> Dreamcast, Dreamcast was pretty cool though. Dreamcast was cool. All right, guys, uh, have a great Monday show. Hope everybody has a fantastic rest of their Monday. Mike Vrabel does speak to the media at noon today, so go check out uh, that. Sam Phelan will be covering it for A to Z Sports, and subscribe to our YouTube page for some reaction to Mike Vrabel and his press conference at noon today. We'll see if we get any updates from Traylon Burks or other injuries like Bud Dupree and so on and so forth. Plus Buck rising tonight with A to Z sports primetime at 8 PM central. So he'll see you guys. Then we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Tuesday. Be good. Appreciate it as always. Thanks. Adios.